Good morning and win today. Dear viewers, you are all welcome to listen to Anton's stories and revelation about Prophet TB Joshua right here on my TBJ Moments. You're all welcome. And as you know, today we'll be having a special guest who will share wonderful stories about his encounter one-on-one -on -one with Prophet TB Joshua. And I'm sure that you are curious to know about who I'll be interviewing today. So today, our guest will be joining us via Zoom from Abuja. We'll be welcoming today on my TBJ Moments, Coach Obu. So stay tuned. Welcome back to my TBJ Moments. It is now time to listen words of encouragement by Prophet TB Joshua. Viewers, as you know, the Word of God encourages us to keep our eyes fixed on our glorious vision, just as the book of Proverbs chapter 4, verse 25 tells us. So viewers, if today we are celebrating the life of Jesus Christ, it is because Jesus Christ was able to keep his focus from beginning to the end. Because broken focus is the real reason why man fails. So let us listen to these words of encouragement and be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Our focus, part three. Your focus creates your feelings. That is, whatever you are feeling now is a product of your focus. You are what you give your attention to. If you give your attention to God, you are what God says you are. If you give your attention to God, you have what God says you have. If you give your attention to God, you can do what God says you can do. Pay any price to protect your focus. You are created in the image of Father. Use every proper means to protect your focus. Conflict is the trap of the detraction. Satan uses conflict to break our focus on our assignment. Satan uses conflict to break our focus on our assignment. Pay any price to protect your focus. Your focus is a personal decision. It takes the grace of God to handle a new responsibility and a new desire. Our goals. Let me take you to the book of Exodus 14, verse 15. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. It means that uh, Moses never knew that God has answered his prayer. 
God, do it for me. Do it for me. Do it for me. God said to him, ah, what is wrong with you? I have done it. This is exactly what has happened to 90% of us here today. We know how to pray, but we don't know how to sit back in faith and listen to what God has to say. We know how to pray, but we don't know how to sit back in faith and listen to what God has to say. Let us see your hand if you quite understand what I'm talking about. If that message is true for your life, rise up and give thanks to God. It's true for your life. It's picture of your life. The Lord is speaking to you. You may be seated. You know how to pray. Lord, do it, do it. But you don't know whether God has answered your prayer or not. It is when man of God will say, Amen, sit down, you sit down. But when you say, in the name of Jesus, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, and you hear the voice that the prayer has answered, you will stop. But when you cannot hear, it is the circumstances that stop you many times. We know how to send our petition to God, but we don't know how to sit back in faith and listen to what God has to say about that petition. This is exactly what happened to Moses. The Lord was telling Moses that you have to do something else Besides praying. You have to do something else besides praying. In other words, there's a time to pray and time to sit back in faith and listen to what God has to say. So while viewers, welcome back. I know that you've been blessed by these words of encouragement of Prophet T.B. Joshua. And I know that right now, you will not want to lose your focus. So dear viewers, let us stay focused on our glorious vision from beginning to the end. Keep your purpose in the forefront of your mind. Viewers, as you know, it is now time to have a chat with our guests. Let us welcome Coach Obu. Coach, good morning. Yeah, good morning. How are you, sir? You're welcome to my TBJ moments. Yeah, I'm doing very well, and I'm happy to be here. So my name is Jamila, and you're very welcome. And I'm sure that our viewers want to know a little bit about yourself. Can you please briefly introduce yourself to our viewers? Yeah, my name is Coach uh, John Obu, like rightly said. I'm a national team coach, a professional football coach, uh, in Nigeria. I once coached a uh, national team under 17, Godney Eglet, uh, for two years. And I coached uh, Flying Eagles under 20 uh, for four years. So I was in the national team for six years. Uh, during my U17 national team, that was when uh, I was being given a uh, um, Onaze, 
Saint Emmanuel by by Prophet T.B. Joshua that should help to tutor them. And uh, I did that because uh, he, he wanted he wanted them to to make a good professional out of their game, and I did exactly that. So that was how I came in contact with uh, Prophet TV Joshua. There were three of them. I remembered exactly. Immediately, I was announced as the national team of under under seventeen. He sent uh, one journalist. I can't remember his name exactly. And then when the guy called me on the phone, I I was very, very skeptical because um, I wasn't very sure of the man I'm going to deal with. Mm. I, I remember the, while I was in Lagos, there was a lot of uh, unconfirmed stories about profitability. So when I was still doubting my possibility of uh, coming, my wife then advised me uh, to go. And that's the only opportunity I have to confirm the negative uh, things I was hearing. So I left Abuja and flew into Lagos. And uh, an escort was waiting for me. They came and picked me up at the airport. And I was kept in one of the luxurious rooms in his, uh, in his uh, guest uh, uh, room. All of a sudden, he came in. I saw somebody on a pant, you know, Nika and a t-shirt with a lot of humility. I, 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 just because I know his face, otherwise I wouldn't have believed that was him because of his appearance. So humble and stuff. So when he came in, he came and uh, shook me with uh, two hands. You can imagine uh, somebody of that level shaking me with two hands. I even trying to bend. I, I, I was asking myself, I don't think I was supposed to be the one that was doing that particular thing that he was doing. Well, we had a, a long chat and he introduced uh, three of his players. Uh, I can remember the two of them very well, um, Sunny Emmanuel and uh, Ogre Anazi, uh, that he wants me to actually help them, that they are good players. They want me to see how I can tutor them, that he has a lot of them. He wants to give them a life and stuff like that. So I felt so impressed. And my surprise was when we finished, when we were about to go, we prayed. And the prayers was not anything uh, different from usual prayers that the men of God used to pray in Jesus' name. And after saying, in Jesus' name, we ended. So from that time, I started having a, a different view uh, about him. We kept contact, continued keeping contact. And then when I got back to Abuja, I told my wife, he said, yes, I told you. Can I see that people were just trying to uh, blackmail him and stuff like that? When I told my wife, I didn't say anything different from what uh, a man of God should look like. But we kept on keeping faith with each other. He was praying for the team. And not just about praying for the team. He was supporting the team financially. Because of his commitment uh, uh, with us, I introduced most of the Nigerian uh, football uh, board members to uh, him, and he was actually he was actually living up to expectations. You know, the surprising thing was we were traveling to Ghana <clears throat> on roads. I took the team to to him to go and uh, uh, say hi to him because most of the times we send some money for the players to share. 
and they, they have not been able to the opportunity to see him. So I, I see that opportunity to take him to synagogue to the foreign nations. We saw him and he asked us the means of our journey. I told him that we are traveling through road. He said, no, 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 no. How can you travel through road? So he gave us, I think what he gave us then was, uh, it was about uh, 4 million or something like that. People were surprised. You know that our stay in Ghana was so enjoying because every match you play, I will take part of that money and pay the match bonus. Every match you play, I'll take part of the money and pay the players' match bonus. And you know, when match bonus for players are paid promptly, they can give you the best that they have for you. And we were able to win that tournament. So when we came back, I came to him. We came back again to, he hosted us for uh, a lunch. And after that, we left Abuja. But let me surprise you. When we are playing the U17 World Cup, we came for prayers. We went to the mountain. We prayed. And then he gave me a certain instruction, which up to today, I'm still regretting that. At a point, Sunny Emmanuel was not playing well. And you know, as a coach, with a crowd in Nigeria, because that's the, that's the biggest crowd you can ever see in the national team stadium in Abuja. The crowd was enormous. We were losing. We were losing about 3-0. We equalized that game. And we continued proceeding. In the finals, he knew that San Emmanuel wasn't playing well anymore. And what we usually do is when somebody is not playing well, the best we have to do is to remove him and bring in another person that plays well. You know what Prophet uh, uh, Tibi told me? He said, whether San Emmanuel is playing well or is not playing well, I should leave him inside the field. Mm. That if I remove him from the field, that the team will have problems. I'm a carnal man now, I'm not uh, this thing. I don't know why the devil led me to have, uh, uh, to have uh, dis uh, disobeyed him. At a point, people were shouting, no, no, remove him, remove him, he's not playing. You know how Nigerians behave. Well, what can I do? Somehow, I removed Sane Emmanuel. Mm. Lo and behold, a goal was scored, not up to, up to a minute that I, I brought him out. We considered that goal. And that was when I knew that I've made the worst mistake of, mm. of one of the worst mistakes of my career. So that was how we came to second position. We were supposed to have won that game and take gold. But at last, we then came second uh, behind the Switzerland. Uh, after about a few days, I, went, I came to Lagos to see him. He was very, very rough. He was very angry with me. He said, Coach, I told you what to do. Look at the blessing of God that you have just lost. That cup was supposed to be yours. Well, I was certain I could have done that to apologize. Uh, that, was, uh, that was part of it. So we continued and we were all uh, elevated to U20. So I carried the whole of the team along again to U20. 
and he was still supporting us in prayers and financially because I don't want to tell you that he was just supporting us in prayers, but he was supporting us buoyantly financially. Mm. We weren't having much problems. I used to buy almost 100 bags of uh, bottles of uh, water, which never happened to any of national team because the rest of the things were most of the time drinking uh, pure water, but we never drank pure water. We were drinking bottled water every time. And he gave us uh, anointing water. He gave us prayer uh, portions where we always pray. Then the first time of uh, the World Cup uh, of U20, we played it in Colombia. He was, we were talking, he was calling me. And then before we traveled to Colombia, we played our, our African Youth Championship in South Africa. He sent down his, uh, one of his pastors who was always coming to have prayers with us. At the end, we lost the first game against Cameroon. And then, incidentally, we qualified to play finals against the same Cameroon again. As the game was going on, we scored two goals, and they qualified the two goals. I was, I was, I didn't know what to do. One of my coaches, I asked him to call him, call him immediately, please. He said, we should go ahead with the match, and we should not bother. That all is well, as you go ahead with the match. So, just about uh, three minutes to the end of the game, the game was 2 2. Three minutes to the end of the game, something spoke to me that I should bring in one boy. His name is uh, Terry Envo. I brought in Terry Envo. The first touch of the ball, Terry Envo had, he dribbled the whole people, even the goalkeeper himself, and scored a goal that gave us that gold medal in South Africa that we won uh, in 2011. Then we now started preparing for the World Cup in Colombia. And it gave us a very good, we had a very good result, though we did not play the final, but this time we played quarterfinals. And uh, it, really, it really did a lot of things uh, for me as a, as a coach. It blossomed my, my career at the same time, helped so many of the players who are mostly playing in, a, in abroad. I remember on many occasions, anytime I come across um, Sani Emmanuel or, or uh, Gwen Inazi, I will always inquire from them how uh, their relationship is still with uh, the man of God, because I knew man of God played a lot of big role to whatever they are today. Uh, that is my story. Wow. So thank you, Coach. So I want to know, what is the greatest lesson you've learned from Prophet TV Joshua? It's very encouraging, irrespective of the difficulties, because he knows what Nigeria is all about. Anytime I come to discuss my issues with him, he has a very good way of encouraging me as one. Two, I, I think it's not very good for one to disobey a man of God of that level. More especially in that competition I told you, I was instructed not to remove a particular player. I was seeing it as a coach because when once a player is not doing well, the next you have to do is to remove him and replace him. But I didn't know that I have to look at this spiritually. That's one of the lessons I've learned. Then generosity. It was very, very generous. I've never seen somebody like that. He was very, very generous. Fourthly, 
he does not discriminate. He doesn't know who is a Muslim. He doesn't know who is a Christian. He doesn't even know who is a pagan. The most important thing he does is to preach the gospel of God to you, to let you understand how important it is for you to address uh, Jesus Christ. But if you like it or you don't like it, that is your thing. But it will not stop him from letting you know what his belief is like. And he is always smiling. He is always smiling, irrespective of how people are criticizing him, irrespective of what people are talking about him. Prophet T.B. Joshua will always smile it out. He will be the last person to pick offense. He will leave you with your God. I think we really missed him. We really missed him. That's true. So, so you, you've said a lot about Prophet T.B. Joshua and I want to know, if you have to describe Prophet T.B. Joshua in one word, which word will you use to describe him? Decent to the word of God. Decent, wow. And as I say, you have a lot of encounters with Prophet T.B. Joshua. Do you have any special moments or maybe funny moments, the moment that you cherish the most and that you want to share with our viewers? I had a lot of uh, moments but what touched me most was seeing us. You know what it is to take a drive. We took a drive from uh, Abuja to Lagos, a route to Ghana. You know how the distance, people that were going to present Nigeria. And he said, no, that we cannot go by road anymore. That we have to go by air. None of us is his children. Even the ones that introduced to me, they are not his biological children. For that is the kind of person he is. Not minding whom you are and where you come from. And he made available our moment in Ghana to be fruitful. So, sir, as you know, the legacy of Prophet TB Joshua still lives on. So. What is your contribution to keep the legacy of Prophet T.B. Joshua? What will you do to keep it alive? Confessional statement. I'll continue to tell people whom he is from my experience, not a hearsay, what I experienced. The last thing I will do is to stay where anybody will want to say anything against him. I almost was, would have had a physical uh, encounter with somebody some time ago, immediately after his death. But I thank God that I did not go into that. I was able to, by letting the person know whom he is, was able to convince him. And now he becomes the follower of what I believe. And I will advise that you try as much as possible not to allow that place to be different from what it used to be. Because the man of God has a touch of class. And that is why he is different from whoever. He started this thing being on television before every other person. So I pray that you people should try as much as possible to make sure that that place remains what it used to be. So I'll be able to adore his legacies. Just like, I, 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 am, I am just very busy, but I cannot be busy for, for anything that concerns property business. I can never be busy. Even if it gets to a point where my flight is, uh, is uh, being uh, canceled, that's no problem, as long as it's for his sake. So I, I, I respect 
him. And that is the legacy I want most people that know him to keep. So thank you very much, sir, for your time. As you know, we know you're very busy, but you still took time to share with us your wonderful TBJ moments. Thank you very much, coach. God bless you. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. God bless you. My regards to mama. Tell him that John Obu is saying hi to her. Thank you. We have been blessed. Thank you, sir. Oh, okay. Take care and bye. So viewers, you just listened to Coach Obu. So wow, isn't it amazing, dear viewers, even though out of his busy schedule and he was running at the airport, the Imana TV team were able to catch him and have an interview with him. And as he said, he loved Prophet TV Joshua so much that he doesn't even care missing a flight. He wants to give his quality time to us viewers to bless you with his wonderful stories and encounter so that you can be blessed and encouraged through his encounter and counseling with Prophet TB Joshua. Viewers, thank you very much for listening to Coach Obu. Dear viewers, it has been a wonderful day and a fruitful day here on my TBJ Moments, and I know that you've enjoyed every bit of it. So dear viewers, I'd say to you, see you next time on my TBJ Moments.